what a night for the New York Yankees as they win 3-1 with their new Italian Stallion New York Yankees team. All about the Paisans. Our fellow Italian people will appreciate that. Yankees win 3-1. Joey Gallo 0 for 4. Struck out twice. It's okay. Played very well in the outfield. Anthony Rizzo. Straight away impact. Not only a two-hit game, two for three, but a solo shot in his second at-bat. Well, technically his third at-bat of the night, but because walks don't count as at-bats, second at-bat. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of strange things happened tonight. DJ with the tricep, day-to-day. Gio with the hammy, day-to-day. Both didn't start today. Glaver got ejected. DJ had to come in. Um, I don't. I th- I think Gio had to pitch hit. I'm not sure how he got in the game, but then he got a hit. So he since he got the hammy, they don't want him running. But because it's National League Park, and Tyler Wade started, Nestor Cortez Jr. had to pitch run. So he has now became our Otani. And technically, we have two Otanis now, because Anthony Rizzo, if you all remember about a month and a half ago, the Cubs were getting their ass kicked. He pitched. Not only did he not give up a run that night, but he struck out Freddie Freeman. So, we have two Shohei Otanis, and the Angels only have one Shohei Otani. Um, overall, you know, the Yankees, of course, didn't score to the sixth. So I like to see that done a little better. Jameson tie on an, another. I, I think that's three really good consecutive outings. The Yankees are now fifty four and forty eight. And even though it's only one game, no Yankee fan can complain today. No Yankee fan should have even complained today. But some of y'all got a little out of hand with Garner because Cashman said Garner is going to be the center fielder. And you pe- people got to stop. Listen, despite John Carl Stanton playing six innings in the outfield today, this is Miami. Mind you, it took about six to eight weeks to prepare him for this moment just for tonight. So, I'd be shocked if he plays tomorrow. I truly would be shocked if he plays tomorrow. Because that's the biggest test. Let's see how he, play- Let's see how he feels tomorrow. Because today... He probably did more running than he did at least in the past month of at bats. Maybe, maybe, maybe six or seven weeks, maybe. But he did a lot of running today. So, and he looked awful at the plate. So let's see how he bounces back, and maybe he'll play Sunday. But I like to think he doesn't play tomorrow. Um, maybe who if you know DJ did, you know. Get involved with a double play, and he did get a hit. So maybe he's feeling okay. I would assume Geo definitely sits tomorrow. Hammies don't get better overnight. Um, I'd even hope that they sit DJ tomorrow too, just out of precaution. But and 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 again with with the Garner stuff, is he hitting great? No. Is he hitting good? No. But for people to think he's a complete waste of space, can't bring no value at all to this team. 
you're just being a hater. Alright? Some say he's the worst outfielder on the team. If you're adding Migo and Duhar and Clint Frazier, then that's not even true. Guardy is head and above shoulders better than all of them. Um, you know, Stanton's a pretty good outfielder, but he, he hasn't played outfielder in so long. They had to use his arm speed for running for, for gunning out runners from the last time he played outfield. That that's why it was so goddamn high. Now it's it's probably close to the same, but who knows? You know, um, you're not you're you're not gonna want Joey Gallo and Aaron Judge playing too much center field. They're big boys, man. That's a lot of ground to cover in any ballpark, and some ballparks even have bigger center fields. So a lot of wear and tear. I was even watching MLB Network today as the trade deadline was today. And I think I think it was Dan O'Dow that said it. And that that he thinks Joey Gallo, he can play center field, but he shouldn't. Just for what I just said. A lot of wear and tear on a bigger body. So Garner can play center field. He does a good job center field. And people may want to clown him for that miss opportunity from yesterday's game which which helped help the Rays make a 6 nothing. it's one fluke play fluke plays happen sometimes when you're running that hard on turf when that's not why they lost anyway I just, I just want to ultimately point that out there um it's it's gonna happen sometimes you know so it it is what it is um this pod is mostly going to be a football pop, but the first 10-15 minutes is baseball because, of course, the Major League Baseball trade deadline was today. And just just before James speaks, I on days like this, you know, you're either a buyer or a seller or you stand pat. And the people I feel really bad for who... Now, of course, you've also seen championships in the past six years, so I can't feel too bad, but I feel bad for Chicago Cubs and Washington National fans. Now, of course, Nationals got the title a couple years ago. Cubs got theirs in 2016. But look at the total amount of names, okay? Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Javi Baez, all three key contributors to the 2019 championship. Craig Kimbrell. Okay. Now now a, a lot of Nats will get mixed into this as well. Jock Peterson. Andrew Chafin. Ryan Tapera. Jake Marizic. Trevor Williams. Max Scherzer. Trey Turner. Brad Hand. Kyle Schwarber. John Lester. Daniel Hudson. Josh Harrison. And Jan Gomes. Now I don't know much about Trevor Williams. But he went with bias to the Mets, and people are saying he's good. Don't know enough about Chafin. Don't know enough about Tapera. If if you had to think of the absolute worst name on this list, and they're not even that bad, it's Jan Gomes. He's okay. I I think he's not that great. Um, Jake J- Jake Marisnik. He's not anything too special. And that's that's just about it. But Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Javi Baez, Craig Kimbrell, Jock Peterson, 
Uh, let's see, Trey Turner, Max Scherzer, Kyle Schwarber, John Lester, Daniel Hudson, and Josh Harrison. Those are guys I expect to make big, big impacts for the new teams. And, of course, Anthony Rizzo, as you saw tonight. And I think it's great that Chris Bryant went to San Francisco. Great for them. Um, of course, Max Scherzer, Trey Turner went to Washington. And it's great when teammates go together because then you're not exactly alone. You get to talk to someone on the flight. You, you know someone going off into the clubhouse. Um, so, so that's very great. Um, also, too, check out Ball 9. They, Chris Vitale and the gang worked really hard to put out four incredible Italian t-shirts. And, of course, because Joey Gallo and Anthony Rizzo are, are Italian, you know, for the Yankees, let's go. Um, you know, I, I saw Sterling's home run call for Rizzo. It looks like shit. It looks bad. But this New York Yankee team is exciting. And, of course, the Yankees also did get Andrew Heaney today. We didn't see Jolie Rodriguez, who was acquired with Gallo. But, hey, Yankees spent no money. They got every team to cough off money for all these players. So if they spend any money, it's going to be the minimums. So that's also a steal. So I don't want to hear about the prospects. I don't want to hear about overpays. Alright? The Yankees did very, very good. No Yankee should be mad at cash right now. No Yankee should be mad today. We won tonight, thank God. But let's go Yankees. Um, if that was a fantastic win. Um, big, 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 big win. Um, it really helps out in the standings. Um, right now, the Mariners are leading the range state to five. So, unfortunately, the Mariners are still ahead of us. The Blue Jays just won. But, it was, but honestly, I'm okay with this win for this reason only. It was the first win in Toronto. They were in Toronto, Nick. Today was the day Toronto Blue Jays made their official home debut. The, the, the faithful fans up north of the border have not seen a Toronto Blue Jays game since 2019. So for them to see their faithful come back home and for them to get a win against the Royals, you know what? Good for them. So that's number one. But yeah, Rizzo looked great. Um, plus, again. plus the Blue Jays also got Barrios too. So, that's true. So a year and a half control, that's that's even more better for, for Toronto. And also before you continue... Max Scherzer's first Dodger start. How do you like this? August third against the Houston Astros. <sighs> get, as Tio would say, get your popcorn ready. That's gonna be a fantastic matchup. Um, Javi Baez will probably make his debut tomorrow with the Mets. Another good job for the Mets, and now Javi Baez. And when Lindor comes back, you're gonna have an infield of J.D. Davis, Francisco Lindor. Javi Baez and Pete Alonso. That's a pretty good infield. You know, Javi Baez is a, is a good player, although he does strike out a lot too. But with him and Lindor, that's a good piece. So, man, you, you also got to feel bad for the Nationals fans. They're, um, they're selling off. And here's the thing about Rizzo for people who don't know. Yes, Rizzo is a free agent. But the Yankees could re-sign him if Rizzo, if Rizzo continues playing like that then I think the Yankees will re-sign him. But if Rizzo doesn't play like this and it's just a one-off and he just struggles, 
I could see the Yankees letting Rizzo rock. You know, they um, they give him the qualifying offer, they get a first round pick, and then I see the Yankees could probably um, go after Corey Seager or trade Luke Voigt. And just remember, Luke Voigt is still on this roster. And if Stan can play the field, you can DH Luke Voigt. Now you have a now you have another power bat in that lineup. Now the lineup becomes more much more of a problem if Luke Voigt can get back to hitting and you put Luke Voigt in a DH spot too. So you can become more flexible if Stan can continue to play the field. So it actually helps out the Yankees tremendously. And on what I've been hearing, the Yankees are really high on Seager. If the, if, the, if the Dodgers don't re-sign them, Trey Turner moves into shortstop and Seager walks. So we will see. So this is a good win for the Yankees. Um, Tyon pitched well. Good trade acquisitions. I can't get mad at Cashman. This, I think the Yankees will make a push. I definitely see them at least making the wild card. I think the division at this run, oh, I know Boston lost, but they're eight and a half games back of the division. I don't see the Yankees catching the Red Sox, but if Tyon can pitch like this and Garrett Cole can pitch well, and then you get a return of Luis Severino and Corey Kluber, now, and if the starting pitcher could just pitch well, now you're talking the Yankees being that murderous row and they can compete with anybody. And also big props to White Sox because they got um, Kimbrel and now the White Sox are going for it. So you now I got the White Sox, you got the Red Sox, um, you got the Rays, the Yankees. Uh, this playoffs is going to be a lot of fun, but I'm happy for the Yankees winning. And yeah, just got to continue this, this trend. And what even sucks about that, a week and a half from now, not only to fill the Dreams games and fly, then fly to Chicago, so we're going to have to deal with Kembrell and Hendricks, who will both be locking down saves for the Chicago White Sox. With also, they they got back the dead, you know, Eloy Jimenez, you know, a week ago. So, you know, a lot of people say they overpaid for Kimbrell, but they traded a sensational second baseman, Nick Madrigal, who's also missing the rest of the season because of injury. So, who knows how he'll bounce back. Now, of course, they made this kind of trade on the same day years ago where they robbed, they robbed the Chicago Cubs and they traded them Jose Quintana and the Cubs including Eloy Jimenez in that deal Monster Hall so the White Sox kind of gave the Cubs a little something something um and quickly USA Baseball they play against 6 a.m. tomorrow morning but they started out the Olympics great today 8 to 1 routed, completely routed Israel. Former Yankee, Tyler Austin, three huge hits and a big two-run shot. Eddie Alvarez, a very good day at the plate. And there started Jake Ryan, six dominant innings. Only one on Team USA. I'm here for it. Let's go. NBC Sports app, check it out. You know, I'll... You know, a lot of stuff isn't live on USA. A lot of stuff isn't live on NBC. So, go on, go on the NBC Sports app and check out the Olympics. Kate, Katie Ledecky, 
continues to bust ass. And we didn't mention it yesterday because, of course, everything that the Yankees are doing. But Suni Lee, Asian-American player on the, the USA Women's Gymnastics team, got a gold medal. Got the all-around gold. So, Suni Lee, congrats. Congrats. And Bob Costas is coming back with his talk show. I, I think Michael Case said Showtime. I'm not exactly sure on that. It's, it's HBO. HBO. HBO, there you go. Um, so, a, a couple people that he mentioned, it sounds really good, with also a gymnast who, you know, knows a lot about Simone Biles, and of course, you know, she was, she was involved in the Larry Nassar scandal, so that's going to be some great, great conversations, also Renee Montgomery, and Omani Jones, Omani Jones, there you go, um, so before we end this, with all the Gallo and Rizzo stuff, we were actually supposed to do this days ago. So I've I've been sitting on this take for days, and the steam is still gonna be. Uh oh. It's, it's not gonna be exactly the same because it's almost eleven o'clock at night, so I can't exactly yell. But the steam is still there, and I'm still pissed. Freaking stupid Mike Sandal of the of the Athletic. How dare you? So, the Athletic put out a list for Tier 1 quarterbacks. So, up to 50 votes. And they classify Tier 1. Quarterback can carry his team each week. The team wins because of him. He expertly handles peer passing situation. He has no real holes in his game. So, tier one, Aaron Rodgers got got all fifty votes. I don't have a problem with that. Another tier one got all fifty votes. Patrick Mahomes, I don't, I don't got a problem with that. A guy who's considered the go, a guy who has seven Super Bowls, a guy. Who just won a Super Bowl? Tom Edward Patrick Brady. The nerve. The I don't know who voted. I want names. I'm more mad at this than the one bozo that didn't vote for Derek Jeter. Alright? Total votes 41. So there are nine people in our society that doesn't think Tom Brady is a tier one fucking quarterback. Alright? Classification of tier one again. How? Now, I guess the whole is that he's just a mobile. But that's like a whole let. Quarterback that can carry his team. Tom Brady can do that. The team wins because of him. Many teams won because of Tom Brady. So I guess if the people want to say the pocket thing, fine. But come on, man. That's just grasping at straws. So 
along with every player, they also wrote stuff. So, I, I didn't save what they wrote for everyone else because I don't care about that. So, I will read what they wrote for Tom. Brady is back in Tier 1, following a one-year absence with some separation between him and the top two. He might be a one, but I really don't think you want him trying to win every game on his own, a head coach said. So, the, the, the head coach said, you want to save him for the end of the game, fourth quarter, two-minute drive in the playoffs. Get him to those points and let him do the thing. Voters think Brady need more help than Rodgers or Mahomes needs, but it's difficult to argue with the results in Tampa where Brady showing up turned a losing team into a Super Bowl winner. Their Tier 1 quarterback can transform organization beyond his contributions on the field. So hold on. Tier 1. You, ha- you have to have that physical component, that team-leaning component, and the instructional component, where if the quarterback coach gets sick, you do the rest of the season without a coach. And that guy runs the room because he's running the clicker half the time anyway. One voter said, that's what a tier one quarterback is. Oh, 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 so apparently Tom Brady is that, isn't that okay? Clown. The Chiefs and Buccaneers are Vegas betting favorites to reach the Super Bowl. Take away Brady from Tampa, and that would not be the case. Sure, 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 right? So, so if you take away from Tampa, that's not the case. But, 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 sure, sure, sure. He's not a tier one quarterback, sure. Is not overlooked in many other factors in the Buccaneers' favor. Brady's a two, and offensive coordinator said there were too many games where they weren't really doing a whole lot, and defense or somebody made a big play. I think he's really good. I just don't think he can carry a team now. That is a point made even by some who still place Brady in the top tier. They point to mental resilience that carries him and his teams. The holes in his game are are athletically related, but he still showed the ability to operate at a high level in the line of scrimmage. A personal director said he still has the arm and, and he can still beat you at all levels. He has his James White now in Giovanni Bernard. If you're not the same page as him, then there are going to be opportunities for the opponent to take other. So, so that's where I stopped. There's a little more part. After reading it, because I didn't read it the first time because I wanted initial thoughts. A couple of things, like one or two, I agree with. Okay. But to base that off, that is not a tier one quarterback. I think that's far. And this is off, this is just off memory. Russell Wilson got... 10 or 11 votes for Tier 2. So they put Tom Brady a little ahead of Russell Wilson. But Tom Brady should be a Tier 1 quarterback. If Tom Brady is not on the Bucks last year, guess what? Mahomes repeats. Mahomes, even with as bad as Mahomes had as an O-line last year, they beat anybody else. They beat anybody else that the NFC has to offer. They, I think they beat the ever-loving pants off the Packers. You want to know why? Because Kelsey and Tyree Kill don't have a shit game. 
You want to know why? Because the Packers secondary sucks. And they throw a lot of penalties. Okay? Now, yes, the Bucks defense, very good. But also, a lot of defensive players that went to the Bucks last year, I don't think they go there if Tom's not there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Now, will they still have Devin White and Shaq Barrett? Okay, sure. Um, Gronk's not there. Antonio Brown isn't there. So that's three guys who caught Super Bowl touchdowns. No longer there. Um, you know, Fournette definitely doesn't go. He had a very successful season for the Bucks last year. Um, I, I don't think Sanu goes. You know, and for the guys that stayed this year, I'm pretty sure if we gave all 22 truth serum, because of Tom, it's because of Tom, man. Even Devin White, as much as he loves his bucks, we give them truth serum. It's because of Tom. Alright? People want to play with Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers tried to use his bullshit quotes trying to sound like Tom. Nigga, fuck you, son. Green Bay is not a vacation destination. No one wants to come to just play with you. No one wants to come live in Green Bay. Shut the fuck up, man. You gotta stop your shit. No one cares about you, guy. You're playing this year because you have no choice, my guy. Alright? No one cares. No one wants to go to Green Bay just for you. Okay, Randall Cobb, he went back because he's he used to be a Packer. He's not going to make up a big deal. Y'all get your asses kicked by the Bucks again. Don't be surprised if the Bucks don't win 13, 14 games. They, they don't need to know anybody new. They got the whole goddamn team back. The only way that the Bucks don't don't go far this year is if they get hurt. If they get a lot of injuries that they didn't have last year, that's the only way this team will not at least get to a title game. And I know you have a lot to say, so hold on for one more minute. But people got to stop disrespecting Tom Brady. Now, it's kind of good that they do because now he has motive. He has motivation to kill these dumbass motherfuckers. And also, of course, too, next week Tom Brady turns 44. All y'all that are owned by Tom Brady needs to tweet him happy birthday, needs to Instagram him happy birthday, or hey, even go buy him a birthday card. Because he owns y'all, you dumb fucks. And I seriously want to know who these nine voters are. Because at least six of you need to get slapped in the face. That's a lot to unload. Um, Alright, I'm going to drop the heat. Number one, um, I think the only reason why they put Tom Brady number two is for this reason only. I think because... Oh, because Tom Brady needs a lot of weapons, and that he, and then that this is this is what their mindset is. Their mindset is because Brady's older; he's an older quarterback. He's not what he used to be, and he needs everything to be perfect. That's why it is. he's not like a Rodgers or Mahomes, where it doesn't have to be perfect, but they can still find a way to lead wins. I don't agree with it, but that's their mindset. That's number one. Number two. Brady is still the best. He's still, a, a, like, the Brady will still be the best until he's done. 
I truly think that you took it a little bit too personal. I get it. You love Brady. You still love Brady. Fuck you. But, but at the end of the day, you know, calm down, Brady. Like, you know Brady's the GOAT. Don't, don't take it too personal. You know Brady's the best. These are just a lot of, like, NFL scouts and executives who, who think that because Brady needs everything perfect, that's how he wants. I mean, he, need, he needs a defense to be on point. He needs the off. He needs the offensive line to protect him. He needs his, He needs to throw the ball so his playmakers can do the job. So he needs a lot of things to be perfect. Whereas like Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes, they don't necessarily need things to be as perfect, but they can still win you games because they have that God-given ability to. But that's kind of how it is. Um, we could see Bucks, but you are right about this. If Brady doesn't go to the Bucks, no Gronk, no no Brown, no Sue, none of these players go to the Brown, go to the Bucks. And Mahomes is, you know, Mahomes starts the next dynasty. Mahomes becomes the this modern days um Tom Brady. So, you know, Brady does make a difference. Brady is a culture change, and you see Brady becoming more fun. So. I think you'll be fine. I, I I think you're just being a little too emotional. Um, oh, last yeah. quick thing, last quick things before we get out of here. Um, again, um, trade trades went down. Um, Brad Hand went to Toronto. Um, went to Toronto. Kyle Schwarber went to Boston. Um, Hansel's um Robles went to goes to Boston. So. Um, a lot of trades happening, so hopefully the Yankees can continue their winning ways. Now, Mets with the big L. Um, Zach Wilson signed his deal, so he's in a um, trading camp today. Um, Giants players defending um, Joe Judge after Calvin Benjamin's comments saying that they won't win a Super Bowl with his. I need to remind Calvin Benjamin that Joe Judge has won five Super Bowls with Bill Belichick, so... I think the guy knows how to help a coach win. So pump the brakes there, kid. Um, and last but not least, um, USA continued doing one Olympics. Simone Biles is not participating in the Olympics. And um, she, she has not decided what she do for the last two disciplines. So listen, like, I understand, you know, I'm the one with the mental health and I've been the mental health advocate. But... And I will support Simone um, Biles. I'm with you, um, Simone. You are you are human first. Um, you gotta protect your mentals. But going forward, and I have to make this precedent. Going forward as an athlete, part of your responsibility to talk to the media. Now, there's a thing where you can you can speak out, where you can like talk about mental health, and the media can understand, or you can do things for that. Yes, but. When you are an athlete, you're, you know, part of the job is talking to the media. So we also have to be very, very careful. We're using mental health to get out of doing your job because that is part of your job. But if it's just one of those things where you need to, like, decompress, decompose, and then come back, you, you kick ass in your sport and you talk to the media, then I'm all for it. No one should be giving Simone Biles stuff. And, we, and I also have to give credit to Aubrey Huff. Aubrey Huff gets the biggest 
W that I've ever seen. Normally, I don't agree with Aubrey Huff. I think Aubrey Huff is a is a tool. But, but when when he says when he tweeted as a man who has dealt with pub, well, who dealt publicly with mental health towards the end of my MLB playing days, I have sympathy for Simone Biles. I would never judge someone who may be uncomfortable in an uncontrollable dark place mentally. At the end of the day, it's sports, not life. These she, these athletes are humans. And Nick, I have to say before we wrap it up, out of all the L's that Aubrey Huff has taken, this is the biggest W I've ever seen him tweet. And I don't think anyone, anyone should have a problem with what he tweeted. And that is how we'll end it. Facts. Also, of course, Russell Westbrook went to the Lakers. Big trade for that. And more, more importantly... It's the 12th or 13th annual Mark Sasso softball event that Donald Greca and, and his widow hold every year. Um, Mark passed away years ago due to cancer. You know, cancer's a terrible, terrible thing. Um, and a lot of stars are coming out for ESPN. You know, Chris Carlin and a lot of, a lot of other cool guys. Bob was choosing Peter Rosenberg. You know, Michael can't come because he's calling the Marlins game. But Ken Danico, Buttles, David LaGreca, Nita Marks, Dan Grasso. Gordon Damer. You know, Bill Daughtry, who's we'd had on the pod before. You know, um, Jared Max. Um, um, oh, Halloran from Clerks. So, it should be fun. Come out, Waxfield, New Jersey, and game starts at five, and it's it's gonna be a fun day. Absolutely, and also please try try to give what you can for the Mark Sasso event. You know they've done really well. Hawthorne, New Jersey, Wagner Field. You know, be there. Um, it's really important that you know you give you give a month. You know, give some what you can, and yeah, this is a really really big event. Um, what they have every year, and it's great to be a part. You get to meet some, you know, cool people from 98.7 and guys who don't work from 98.7, especially Ken Danico and Dan Rosen, who does stuff for the NHL. And and Don raises a good amount of money for it, man, you know, and it's really cool. So, guys, be out, show out, and... Um, and yeah, and big shout out, Nick. I, I can't leave with this pod without giving a big shout out to your Detroit Pistons. Getting Cade Cunningham, the consensus number one pick. He is going to start the rebuild and bringing your Detroit Pistons back to your glory days. So this is the start. So if you're a Pistons fan like my boy Nick, you should be happy. Let's go. And also, it's they have a lot of fields on said. It's WAG1, so make sure y'all check that out. Let's go.